Aloha campers! I'm so glad to sit and chat with you. Though I must say, I'm a little disappointed that it's a bit late and it is in a different format than I originally planned. I had thought for this week, our pep talk would be one where I could sit with you face to face. However, as many of you know, Mother Nature always directs <laughs> your steps. And since last Thursday, we have been a, a bit um, on a different path with um, the hurricane that came through here. We are all safe and sound, as are our, our neighbors. Um, and we're looking forward to this week ahead being smooth sailing and happy sunny days. So, I do look forward to our next pep talk, our, our pep talk time being one where I can sit with you outdoors in the grass like I had originally planned without being in the wind or rain or dangerous elements. <laughs> For none of us want to have uh, me in that spot and nobody really wants to see or put up with that noise. So I hope and trust that this past week was one filled with fun for you. You were able to meet Deborah Mobis, who is a fantastic seamstress, whom I have really enjoyed um, sewing together <laughs> our um, activities that I have done under her tutelage. Uh, not this summer, but last summer, I actually took a course through her whip stitch website where um, I've made three dresses for summer. She was an excellent teacher and as I took that class it started clicking that Deborah would need to be someone with whom I continued staying in contact. I just knew that she would somehow work her magical way into um, a way to meet my friends through the Single-Handed Knits podcast. So she has been your guide through yo-yo making and many of you have been creating yo-yos. As you've listened to me so far kind of chat on, maybe some of you are sitting here as I'm chatting and making your own yo-yos right now. Whether you have one done or whether you have 40 done, I'm excited that you are trying something new. Hand sewing is a wonderful, wonderful art. It is something that I wholeheartedly agree with Deborah, as well as my mother when they say that everyone should know how to work a needle and thread. You never know when it's going to come in handy. So last week you learned how to make the yo-yos and I am not pressuring you to hurry along, but I do want to let you know that this week, something that you get to look forward to is the PDF of the shadow box with Deborah. She has created a PDF that will show you how to take those yo-yos 
and put them together for your shadow box that she showed in the video. Now I am intentionally giving you time between last week watching the yo-yo video and the end of the week to have several together. But even if you are not ready, you can still look over the PDF this upcoming week and prepare yourself for making the shadow box. Some of you may opt altogether not to do the shadow box. You may decide you want to do something else, which on Friday, when you see Deborah's instructions for the shadow box, you will also see a smaller project that you can use your yo-yos for. In fact, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with a few of the projects that I am going to share on Friday that we can do with the yo-yos that uh, you've made. I would like to offer an opportunity for you to jump in in a little small swap with these yo-yos as well. So after you listen to me chatter, go back to the website and download the instructions that um, I have embedded for a PDF in the blog posting that says, yo, 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 swap, swap, swap. <laughs> this is a fun little swap. And by little, I mean it's a swap that can fit, hopefully, in a business size envelope. You may have to go ahead and pay a little extra for the business size envelope because it's going to be uh, a bit filled. But um, you're looking at a small enough swap to fit in a business size envelope or perhaps if you want to get a, a bigger envelope, you may. But it's definitely something that is, um, if you had just gotten a Hallmark size card, you could easily fit the contents of the swap within that. So it's not going to be anything that breaks your bank, but it will be something that is tons of fun. For further information on the swap and deadlines to register for the swap and how to contact me, please go back to the blog post at the end of this pep talk and make sure that you download the PDF called Yo-Yo-Yo Swap 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 and you'll find out why it's not a Yo-Yo Swap Swap but a Yo-Yo-Yo Swap Swap Swap. <laughs> so, things to think about for this week. For this week, the here and the now, what I'd like for you to do is to gather just a few items and to be thinking about things that I mentioned that you might not have. But I'm, I'm a betting gal. Well, not like I don't bet on horses, but I'm betting on you. I'm thinking that you probably have toothpicks around your home. You probably have leftover colored paper or a magazine. Uh, if you have leftovers from a 12 by 12 sheet, that would be fantastic. For those of you who got the Camp Aloha Friends suitcase, 
there was a roll of paper where inside there were small papers and they were kind of carefully set inside of a large sheet of paper. This week, you're going to want to use that large sheet of paper. You'll also need to rustle up a ruler and a pencil, uh, a brush, like a paintbrush or a small watercolor brush. You could even use a sponge brush or perhaps even um, thicker Q-tips. Mod Podge or a glue stick or Elmer's glue is also going to be something you'll need. And either a little bit of foam or a styrofoam cup, a florist oasis. You could even use an apple or an orange. Something in which you can poke toothpicks. All of these wonderful little things will be listed in the supply list for your activity this Wednesday. Your activity this Wednesday is going to be the bead making, paper beads, which you can use for stitch markers or jewelry, and that is going to air this Wednesday on Camp Aloha Friends. Now, Tuesday, if any of you are participating in the uh, Get Your Nose in a Book Read Along, where we are reading The Zookeeper's Wife, you will have seen at the top of the Camp Aloha Friends site the tab that says Get Your Nose in a Book. If you run your mouse up over there, you will notice now there's a drop-down that says Week 6 through 13. If you click on that, it will share with you the activities that I have planned Kind of couple around that book. Well, the first activity is really an activity for anyone to do. You don't have to be reading the book. The book, though, is a book about a husband and wife who are Polish that are zookeepers. And the interesting way they help the Jews during the Holocaust. Well, being that I'm Polish, I have a really yummy recipe that my father, who is Polish, used to cook with rutabagas. It's a simple, delicious, just amazingly good for you dish. And I am going to show you how to do it on Tuesday. For Tuesday, there will be a list of things you need. I am very certain that all of the items are general ones that you have in your house, aside from rutabagas. I'm thinking that I'm the only person in this conversation right now that keeps rutabaga on hand. So, you're going to need three small rutabaga. Three small rutabaga, any size, we're going to chop them down and you don't have to have a, a certain amount. I'm going to show you how you adjust. Um, you don't have to have a cup and a half or half a cup. I'm, I'm going to show you. Just get three small rutabagas. Not tiny, but you want them to be about uh, a baseball to softball size. They, um, they are generally found over by your turnips and or your root vegetables in 
in and among perhaps the marrows that you find. So um, usually in our uh, grocery, they are near the carrots, but they're near the carrots and the turnips and the parsnips in, in that area. Um, make friends with your grocer, or if you go to the farmer's market, uh, ask around and see if they have rutabaga. You can use a can of vegetable stock, but I prefer to use homemade vegetable stock. And in the recipe, I'm actually going to teach you how to make the vegetable stock the way I do. And I have a very, very simple recipe. And you're just gonna need a few stalks of celery, large onions, a couple carrots, some garlic, olive oil. I prefer to use fresh basil, some salt and pepper and water. An optional is a, a fresh large tomato. I prefer to use our big beef. A lot of people don't like to put tomato in their vegetable stock, but I find that since tomatoes are so good for you, um, and as a vegetarian, I'm always looking for ways to incorporate uh, as many different colored vegetables in and among my foods as possible. Um, I do put tomatoes in my vegetable stock. So um, back to the rutabagas, you'll just need some garlic, a hand masher, and that's a lot of fun. Um, for those of you who may be a bit apprehensive about trying the rutabaga, go ahead and buy one small yellow potato. Um, that potato will mix in with the rutabaga and it kind of lessens the rutabaga flavor for some people who aren't quite so adventurous with eating, you want to try it, but you're a little worried. If, if you're okay with potatoes, then we can add a potato to the rutabaga, and it kind of mellows out that whole flavor. Um, so yeah, that's what you're going to need for cooking with me this Tuesday. So pretty much that sums up this next week for hands-on activities. We are going to be cooking together on Tuesday instead of Monday. It was originally Monday, but because we're a day off, um, I'm chatting with you on Monday, and on Tuesday you'll be cooking with me. On Wednesday, you'll be doing paper beads, uh, bead making with Zena that she shows you how to make these beads that you can use as stitch markers or even for jewelry. She's going to share more about that. And on Friday, you will have the instructions for your shadow box with Deborah, as well as a couple of other really fun, small projects with yo-yos. This following week, you will see some of the larger projects you can make with yo-yos. All right. So... We also want to have a glance looking further ahead. So as you're looking further ahead, now is a great time to think about colors that you like. I want you to think about four colors that you love that would make a beautiful blend together. Are you more of the type that like high contrast? For instance, maybe black and white and red and bright yellow. Perhaps those are colors that when you think of four colors together that might really jazz you up. 
Or if you're like me, four colors might be dark gray, light gray, medium gray, and black. Or if I really want to live on the edge, it would be dark gray, light gray, cream, or a faded gray, almost neutral, and perhaps a yellow, a soft pale yellow, or maybe a brown. Um, I'm more into the neutrals. But what I'd like for you to do is to think of colors that you like. Some ways that you can successfully choose colors together, if you haven't taken um, art classes, uh, design classes, one of the easiest ways to think about color combinations that work are to look to nature. So as you're doing your wandering walk, perhaps stop and really smell the roses. Look at a flower. If it's something that you think is really beautiful, take a close-up shot and then back up and see it in its context and take another. Sometimes we like the bright red flower because inside of it it has a dark black and perhaps gold, but we also like it because it's against the backdrop of really dark brown mulch. Or perhaps you see a beautiful bloom in a tree, like here, what is really beautiful are the azalea trees and the crepe myrtles. You can see a bright burst of magenta against the green leaves with little bits of yellow that kind of cover over the bottom of the flower. And that's sometimes against a very pale golden trunk. And so when you see those colors together, they work well because nature puts things together nicely. Now, you may also want to hop on the internet and look around. You can look on Pinterest, perhaps, and look for um, beautiful blankets or pillows or larger knitted items. I like to look at blankets. They've got beautiful chevron blankets um, or some of the log cabin blankets that are very popular right now and look to see what colors they are using and then share those colors. Try to find those colors or mix and match those colors and tell us what colors you think would be good. As you're looking ahead with these colors you can also dig through your yarn stash if you have a yarn stash or be thinking of maybe a fabric that you see around your home that has these colors in it that, that kind of just lets you get used to those colors to see if you really like them or not. So looking ahead, what we want to be thinking is further on colors that we like because we're going to be working with four colors very soon. So my friends, there you have a bit of an update. We've got a yo 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 swap 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 to get involved in this week look for the pdf on the blog you have bead making with xena on wednesday yo yo activities on friday with deborah and me camp director mel and then 
tomorrow, which is Tuesday, we're going to do some cooking together. These are some things that are really fun that you can look forward to this week. You can also continue to make yo-yos, take pictures of the yo-yos, take pictures of all the fabric that you're cutting out if you are. Tell me how many you've done. Be sure that you tag me on Instagram or in Twitter what you have um, accomplished this week. And also, be looking on Monday afternoon for the roundup of last week in your own words from other campers. I'm so thankful for you all. There's no words that can describe the joy and the happiness and the giggles and the, the fun that I have opening up emails from you all and seeing the photos. I really look forward to sharing Monday afternoon lots of different pictures of lots of different things that you are doing. I also look forward to you all who are on Ravelry utilizing a thread that has just been opened. It's a parade of photos thread where you can just simply put pictures up there. You don't have to put it in your bunkhouse. You don't have to put it in a contest. You just simply post pictures as you go in camp. For those of you not on Ravelry, don't worry. I don't find myself there as much as I could be. I'm spending most of my time here with you on the blog. So remember, as fun as it is to plug in on Ravelry, Twitter, and Instagram, please utilize the blog here. And I encourage you, if you have yet to comment on anything you've seen or read, either that I've posted or someone else has posted, or even comments that other people have posted, make this week a personal challenge to yourself to really be a part of the community here. For those of you on Ravelry, bear in mind that Camp Director Mel is not over there daily. I'm over here at the campsite holding things down. So if your energy and activities go into just the Ravelry board, then Mel misses out on a lot of things. And it does make for a better campsite to have you chatting and communicating here first. Let this be your primary hub, please. Make your secondary hub emailing me once a week and catching me up on what you're doing. Then join in on Twitter and Instagram and Ravelry. I am excited about the fun that's happening this week. I'm looking forward to what's in store in the weeks ahead. Next week, we're going to be making our own fabric which I think many of you will find quite fun and just very impressive to yourself. I think as you make your fabric next week, you're going to step back and say, wow, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> now, uh, not I'm meaning Mel, but I'm meaning you. You're going to look at your work and say, wow, Wow. 
So, I hope that your morning is off to a fantastic start and that the joy of this week is not just something from this week, but something that is building from weeks in the past. I hope that you find time each day to do something a little bit craftier. I hope that you're also making sure to try each activity. And in the case of gathering botanicals to press, um, maybe making that something that's intentional that you do more than just once. Your cards that you make, your yo-yos. Remember, they, these are all projects that are not just a one-day activity, but can be done over and over. So my puppy is in the background snoring. I don't know if you can hear her, but obviously I've, I've yammered on enough that she's bored. So I'm going to stop boring you and let you go on and enjoy your day. Aloha, campers.